You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Basima Marue, who is the CEO and co-founder of Skinty. Basima, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. So I have to say, you and I have actually known each other for many, many years. We met during your uh, Spanx days. That's right. (laughs) That's right. And now you are your own entrepreneur. I love that. Share us a, a little bit about what Skinty is and this journey that you have taken to get here. Thank you. Yeah, so Skinty, the best way to sum it up is it is self-care in a can. And it'll all make sense when I tell you a little bit about this story. So we're three female founders, a doctor, a chef, and myself on the business side. I was at Nike for 10 years. I was an executive there. And the last couple of years, my health was shutting down. I had stage four endometriosis. I had to get back surgery. Yeah, and I walked out of the company. I know most people don't. And I, and I walked out and had this mini health crisis at a young age. And I, and I really decided that I had to make my health my, my number one priority. So my surgeon actually in Portland told me to take collagen before, during, and after my back surgery. And in 2014, I was taking powders, bone broth, and pills. And my friends at Nike, when they visited, visited me, said, you didn't have surgery. You went to a spa. And I was like, oh my God. The biggest difference was that I was out of pain and the collagen was not only helping me on the inside with my joints and bones and recovery and my gut, but it was showing on the outside. And that was my aha moment of, wow, this stuff's powerful. So I went to my naturopathic doctor, Dr. Amy Bader, who's my co-founder, and I complained and I said, hey, I love what this is doing for me, but do you have something that tastes better? And she said, well, I'm, I'm newly divorced and I want to up my game. And my best friend, Elizabeth's a chef. So we've been combining collagen with teas and herbs. Let me give you the recipe. Long story short, she gives me the recipe and I'm like, this is nice, but this is taking way too long for me to go source all these amazing herbs because she had included herbs for your mood and herbs for your skin, hair, nails and collagen and wanted me to boil it and make it with a tea so that it tastes good. And so I was just like, Hey, can I just buy it from you? And she said, no. So I said, well, I'm going to make you a business plan pro bono. So I took her to Starbucks and then she just looked at me and said, there's no way we're doing this without you. So long story short, we, we came together as three women um, and we were kind of broken at the time, which was an interesting bonding experience because she was newly divorced. I was recovering from health issues and Elizabeth had the most tragic story and she had lost her daughter at two which was horrific. And it was kind of crazy that we all bonded over collagen tea and herbs. And so our dream was to create um, self-care in a can and put all these ingredients in one can and also carbonate it, which no one had done to make it taste really light and refreshing and, and really focus on skin, mood and immunity and make it easy for people. Well, that is just an incredible story that I didn't know. Uh, you know, I've known you for some time and you're just such a badass and I've always been such a go-getter. So when you were like, I'm launching a company, I was like, of course she is. <laughs> um, but I, I think that um, oftentimes we have to be phoenixes rising from the ashes. And it sounds like that's exactly the story between your three partners 
um, to build this incredible brand. And you can feel the energy. You can really feel the love that you put into this product. Um, as we were saying in the in the pre-call, uh, we, we get done a lot of stuff. And I have actually been drinking your tea religiously. I'm a big fan of collagen. I think I told you this in our pre-call. Uh, I take the powders in my coffee in the morning. But it's so nice to have a moment of cool refreshment with the sparkly, uh, sparkly moment in like the afternoon when you just need a little like pick me up and you want a little treat that's not actually bad for you. Yes, absolutely. And we're friends with powders as well, because we, we believe in, in this idea of a little bit throughout the day is better than all at once and being able mm. to have variety. So I might have a little bit of, you know, keto collagen MCT powder, um, just as kind of like a hot chocolate experience, but I have two to three skin teas a day, or the next day I might have bone broth and just have one to two skin teas. So it's all about kind of having variety and having choice. And one thing that's really funny about it is it also makes such a fantastic mixer. And we're big believers in you want to be healthy, but you also got to enjoy life. <laughs> a little detox, <laughs> retox situation. Exactly. I am here for that. I'm actually going to pour myself a skin tea and a tequila tonight, I think. This I think Friday, that's my nice. next my next drink. Um, you mentioned uh, consuming collagen in different forms throughout the day. I know there's 3,000 milligrams of collagen in your teas. Um, yeah. How much collagen do we need in our bodies in our daily lives? That's an excellent question. You know, when I was recovering from surgery, I needed more. Like I would have 20 grams a day. But, you know, we've done our dosage based on robust systemic studies that show between we all talk in grams now, one and a half grams to three grams of collagen a day over six to 12 weeks, you're going to get objective results in your skin elasticity. And these are really robust studies. So we put three grams so people could go up and down or have variety. But what's also important is above 10 grams, some people actually have digestive issues, not a lot, it's a smaller mm. percentage. Mm -hmm. But you know, a lot of people take these powders with 10 to 20 grams, and you have to kind of gauge your body. We believe actually, instead of taking so much all at once, it's nice to have it a little bit throughout the day, just like you wouldn't, it's a protein, right? Just like you wouldn't have to have all your protein only at breakfast. You kind of have a little bit at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we're, we're big believers in that, but, but what we stand by is our formula. So the collagen's the hero because it's carbonated and, and it just tastes so much better. Um, and we've managed to make it light and refreshing, but it also has um, horse tail, which is not a horse or a tail. <laughs> um, it's horse, yeah, it's You're ridiculous. It's an, it's, an, it's an herb. We always joke, why do they call it that? But it's an herb that is that has a lot of silica, which is great for your mm -hmm. skin, hair, and nails. We have hawthorn berry, which is for your mood, because we believe being calm on the inside is really critical for your skin. Um, and it has these t white tea, green tea, and other teas that actually inhibit the breakdown of collagen. So it's really the formula that works synergistically together to support your skin and your mood. And then we have 100% vitamin C in each one of them. So a lot of the time, our biggest fans will drink two to three a day if they don't like putting the, the, the collagen creamer or the powder in a shake. But on the day they might have a shake, they might just have one. And, and we, we love that. Or if they just have a few a week and use it as a mixer, because as a mixer, it, it also really helps with hydration because we mm. have salt, protein, and tea. And all that combined studies have shown is actually more hydrating than water alone. So you get to have your fun, but also, you know, not sacrifice your skin. I really believe in collagen. It's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show. Um, but so is this considered a nutraceutical? Like what category do you yeah, put yourself question. in? 
You know, it is such an excellent question. We are actually, we're, our philosophy is really around eating real food, right? And collagen is actually a food. Most people don't realize that in ancient times, it sounds gross, but they would boil the whole animal and you would get it from the bones and the skin of the animal. That's how you get collagen. It's an amino acid. But we don't kind of want to want to know that or see it up front. So right. we, we use a powder to put in the drink and the powder and, and we source it from one of the best suppliers. So to us, it's actually considered a food. But in the nutraceutical world, they're using it a lot. And then in, in the ingestible beauty world. So it's it's really been great for us because there's a lot of education around it. But we consider it a real food, actually, like a real protein. And it's the building block. Um, it's an amino acid that is the building block of your skin and your body. Um, and we and we believe wholeheartedly that you want real food and herbs and you want an easy way to consume them. Collagen has been having a moment the last couple of years. Can you take us back in time? Because I know that you've done the homework because you're so diligent about understanding the nuances of any industry. Um, but when was this discovered? Why did this become such an important and critical part of our daily beauty routines? Like, can you take us back in a little share with the history about collagen? Sure. No, absolutely. We actually believe in ancient times, right? It was being used because it was such a great source of um, that amino acid and glycine. So it was used in ancient times where they would boil the whole thing. And actually my grandmother and, and, and probably your grandmother, right? They were actually cooking that way. I believe what then happened is there was kind of this diet lifestyle that started to take over years ago, which was zero sugar, zero fat. So collagen's moment wasn't as in the forefront. If you recall, it was all like, you know, diet, yeah, I think that's when it kind of went a little bit to the background and people were like, I'm not touching anything with fat. And then there was a comeback in the past 10 years of like, actually good fats are good for you mm -hmm. and avocados are good for you. And collagen is so critical. And even, even vegetarians would fit in collagen. Um, even though they were vegetarian vegans, not as much. Um, but we, we definitely want to create a vegan version <laughs> for the, for our, those guys, but but, you know, it was that important because if you don't have that amino acid, uh, you know, you start to lose collagen late in your 20s. So I think it started making a comeback in the industry with kind of Dave Osprey and with Vital Proteins. And we love them all. They, they created the powders. They made it a thing. Um, and then what we did is we took something out there and decided, let's make it more enjoyable. That was our thing. And then let's pack it. We might as well pack it with all the things we would like that we don't feel like sourcing that takes so much time. So that's, that's how um, I believe the, the background was, but it's having a moment and it's continuing like in Asia and Europe, for example, in Asia, it's a consistent part of the diet. Oh, yeah. and, and then in Europe, it's always been a part of, you know, nutraceuticals to your point. That's, that was the category it was in there. So I think um, the U S is actually catching up in terms of the industry. Um, yeah, now I, that I would the, agree with that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoying the episode? I certainly hope so, but we have no way to know unless you tell us. After this episode, please leave us a review on your podcast app of choice and let us know what you love and what you want to hear next. This podcast is all about you and how else are we going to elevate your brand unless you talk to us? Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with Basima Marue, who is the CEO and co-founder of Skin Tea. Um, before the break, we were talking a bit about the history of collagen, but let's talk specifically about your products because the flavor profiles are really fantastic. Um, I love a little fruity moment and you've really done a great job of formulating your flavor profiles. And I know you've got some new exciting things coming down the pipe. So share with us the flavor profiles and what's coming up next. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we currently have four flavors in the market. Our number one seller is green tea, grapefruit, 
and it's really light and refreshing. And again, the benefit of green tea is it, in, it inhibits the breakdown of collagen. It's more of a, the, the newest flavors coming out or, or uh, production has more of a grapefruit forward fruity uh, taste and people are loving it. So it's super light and refreshing. We've got um, also white tea ginger. So if you're a ginger lover, lover, that's a very popular one. And that one, um, even people that don't like ginger tend to like it because it's not too strong in terms of the ginger flavor. And our latest production run, it's a, it's even more smooth and more rounded. So we're really excited about that one. Hibiscus vanilla is our actually number two flavor. It's That's zero my favorite. I yeah, love, love, love that one. That one's mm -hmm. really popular. It has no caffeine. And the, the latest version is, is the vanilla notes are even stronger and it's very smooth. So it's kind of like people compare it to a super healthy cream soda. Um, and that one, that one's wonderful and even has rose petals in it. Yeah. That's um, why it feels like such a treat. Like yeah. I drink it in the afternoon as, like, as a little joy moment for myself at like three or four o'clock when I have a little energy slump and I'm like, I'm going to have a skin tea. <laughs> I love that you said that. A lot of people tell this and, and that's why we call it self-care in a can and the Hawthorne berry just makes people happy. We finally figured mm. this out because people kept saying, what did you spike it with? And we're like Hawthorne berry. <laughs> mm -hmm. And just so you know, Hawthorne berry was used in ancient times to heal a broken heart and it's used in modern mm -hmm. medicine for anxiety. So during COVID, we got a, like an influx of people writing us saying, this is just making me feel good. How many can I drink? And we were like, oh, it's the Hawthorne berry working because it works on a, when you drink it daily. Um, and then the other one, uh, the last one's lemon lime. And that one is just the, kind of like your classic nostalgic flavor. And that one is also, we did the, our latest production run and made it a little bit more fruit forward. So I'm really excited about what's in the market now. And then there's two new flavors we're so excited about. They have, so two of our flavors currently have zero caffeine. Two have about 30 milligrams, which is like a cup of tea. We got a lot of feedback from people saying, I'm obsessed with this, but I love a little more caffeine. It was just, it was overwhelming because, and then with the people that love zero caffeine were overwhelming. So we were like, okay, we need to create a little bit more. So the ones that are going to be launching will have 85 milligrams of caffeine. Um, and they will, I can't tell you the flavors just yet, but they're very mainstream, very fun flavors. And they're going to be more of an energy boost while still being really good for your skin. And that's what we pride ourselves on is there are a lot of energy drinks out there in the 200 milligram space. And that's fine for the people that love that. But a lot of people find that jittery and mm -hmm. also very dehydrating. So we were really focused on how do we make this give you that boost of energy, but without the jitters. And that's launching in quarter four, most likely mid-November. Amazing. Well, since we're talking about new launches, et cetera, where can people find your products? Thank you. You can find it online. Amazon's our most popular. People love to just click and collect. Um, we're also in Walmart in 1,300 stores in the Southeast, Northeast. We're, we're actually in 4,000, uh, 4,500 stores and growing to 5,000. We're in all the Sprouts nationwide. We're in HEB, Stop and Shop, Fresh Market. And all of those stores are on our DTC website. You can find it at our store locator. Um, but definitely Amazon's probably the easiest way to get it and, and very popular way. And you can get it tomorrow if you, <laughs> if you exactly. prime it, right? That's my favorite thing. Exactly. Amazon taking over the world. Um, fantastic. Well, let's talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. You shared with us a bit about how the products came to life with this amazing partnership um, that you came together with uh, after experiencing some, some tragedy and some loss, all three of you. Um, but now that you've been in this world for some time, what are some of the bigger lessons for other entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who might be listening in, looking to start their own companies? Yeah, it's a great question. I think the number one is I came from the big corporate world. I, I was honored to work at Nike and Spanx, two incredible companies and other companies before that. And so the corporate world is 
you know, of course, layoffs happen and all that, and there's a risk associated with it, but there's a little bit more financial security per se. And when you go into a startup, that security really does go away, both on a, unless you have a ton of cash waiting in the bank, which I did not. <laughs> so you have to be really ready for the for the ups and downs of the journey. What I will say is I have never grown more spiritually, emotionally, or physically even because I had to get very clear on my health than with this startup. So it's the best thing that ever happened to me. But the, the highs are high, the lows are low. I lived in a tiny studio in LA to make it work because I, I um, had to put, you know, I definitely had to self-fund. So I think people need to really think about the lifestyle that they want. And I was ready for it. Now, the other piece to think about is also fundraising. Fundraising is not for everyone. And with a beverage company, it's very capital intensive. So you do have to fundraise. So I self-funded at first, which was critical because you want investors to see that you have skin in the game. And I put in quite a bit. But then I really did need investor money and the invest the fundraising journey, my goodness, has stretched me in a whole other way because asking for other people's money and then wanting to honor all those people that you took money from and really treat their money like your own. Some people can sleep at night, not care if they lost it all. But for me, it was very like in a way it was a burden at first. And then it became an honor, right, of like mm, they, they mm -hmm. know there's a risk. But so it was a really um, growing journey. My growth was probably the most from fundraising and learning what that meant and how to handle it. And now, you know, we've raised $14 million. We're so excited. We, we can't believe the support we've gotten. And, you know, we go in at 200% with all the highs and lows, but you really have to believe in your product more than anybody else, because if you don't, then you're not going to be able to weather the storms. And I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons is do not, you know, do not waver. And then the other thing is, um, you know, you got to have thick skin because you could get a thousand no's and then get that one no that the one yes, sorry, that changes your life. And sometimes I can't believe like we, we were knocking on doors, three women with no experience in beverage and people were looking at us like you're you guys are crazy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we started getting one incredible investor and then it went from there. Right. But it's it's one of those things where if you give up after the first thousand no's, whether it's in fundraising or even whether it's a co-packer giving you a chance, because most co-packers the minimums are so high. I went and we went and begged a brewery in Portland to do small volumes for us, beg them. And the reason wow. we got them is because we told them the story and they loved the story and they believed. So I, I think it's really important for people getting into this to not give up so easily. Mm. I think that that's intuitiveness. I mean, I, I feel, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, that you kind of are born with this entrepreneurial fire, right? Yes. You might not have discovered it because you might go in like your direction through the corporate world first, but I feel like you, you either got it or you don't got it. Do you believe that? I actually really believe that because my father actually, so I'm Lebanese by origin and American, but my, we have that entrepreneurial spirit. So at a very young age, we dealt with risk very well. I grew up in West Africa. I know what it means to make money and lose money. So mm -hmm. I had a level of comfort with having no money and then changing what I value. You know, I've, I've really been able to go down to minimum and I also know what it's like to make money. So my relationship to money was an important one and to risk, I should say. And I, and I agree with you. I think you have to be, I always joke and, and I mean it in a nice way, but you have to be a little crazy. Yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. And you got to be just a little nuts and that will carry you through. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, that's a really interesting point about the the relationship with money and the relationship with risk. And I don't often uh, share my own experience in that category. Uh, I think people can see that I'm pretty 
uh, I'm pretty risky. I like to take big leaps and big swings, but I think the money conversation is a really important conversation to have because I had a very similar journey. We knew what it was like to have a lot of money and then to have not a lot of money. And I think that it makes you a much stronger uh, entrepreneur because you know what that golden ring looks like um, even when you don't have it. And I think you, you are always striving and driving towards that again. Um, I think it's an important part of the entrepreneurial journey. And I also wanted to point out something that you said about the stability of the corporate environment. I saw, a, I think it was a post on IG the other day that said, if you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, the best advice I can give you is go to all your doctors and get all your shit together before you leave. Because <laughs> when you have good health insurance, that's when you want to get it. You know, make sure you, you take advantage of that before you make that leap. One hundred. I love that. That is so true. I think you really have to look at yourself and go, am I, am I ready for this? And then go 200%. There is no 50%. You know what I mean? But I love what you said about, you know, your journey as well from a, from a corporate and financial standpoint, because I I think if, if people don't, they're just going to, they won't survive the lows. And for Mm -hmm. me, what I learned when I brought it down to nothing, it was almost like spiritual, like, you know, some people are religious or spiritual, it doesn't really matter. But when I had to strip down to a tiny studio in LA, and maybe not the safest area, I was like, wow, like, I, I was refreshed a little by, I guess I don't need that much material stuff, you know, it was kind of a refresh. And I've never been that much into that. But, but it was kind of like bare bones down to the minimum, almost felt detoxing. Mm, um, and then, and yeah, it's almost, it was like a spiritual detox of like what I can do. And then now I'm back to like, I want to build, but at least I know that I'm always going to be okay because you've done it before. Yeah. I have a friend that says want and need are two yes. very different things. Love that. Yeah. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. Who says you've got to be big to get things done? We know that size matters in some things, but in other things like marketing, a small and scrappy team like Elevate My Brand can really take your brand to the next level. Our job is to create visibility so you can create profitability. Give us a call today and let's schmooze. All right, chatting with my friend Basima, uh, CEO and co-founder of Skin Tea. Um, So now that you have built this company, what is next on the horizon? Like if you could wave a magic wand and make anything happen, what would that look like? Uh, it's such a great question. To me, it's all about building community. So we want to be the authority. Um, our mission statement is is nurture, nurture, and that's an important word for us, health and beauty from the inside out every day. You know, since COVID, what I've noticed is the level of anxiety is at an all-time high, whether it's friends or or colleagues. Like there's so much anxiety there's so much angst and, you know, we, we are here to serve a bigger purpose and that's what gets us out of day. So when I have consumers writing me and go, oh my God, your, your drink got me through this, your drink got me through that. And, oh my God, I'm feeling a difference. That's what we live and breathe for. And and our next goal, um, you know, phase is really building community, bringing people together and really focusing on, on what matters, both in terms of health and wellness, um, but also around mental health and emotional well-being, um, and then sharing the entrepreneurial journey for those that that may want to do that or and the corporate just as much. You know, there's a lot that focuses only on on the entrepreneurial, but in the corporate world, you can be entrepreneurial as well. And there, there are ways for that. So giving back is going to be a really big part of that. What does your daily routine look like since you are running a, a beauty <laughs> and food company? I think everyone would. And you're stunning, by the way. Oh, for those of you who haven't you. seen, click on her bio. She's gorgeous. Uh, inside you. and out, I should say, not just skin TV, right? Um, what does your daily routine look like? 
you know, it's, it's changed from where it was before my surgeries. So just so you know, before surgery, I was all work hard, play hard, didn't listen to my body. Now I'm the exact opposite. And there's this funny thing, um, where people think if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you kind of have to be in your garage working 24 seven and that more, hustle more, more. culture. Just yeah. So that unhealthy. hustle culture. I'm just, I'm like not about that. So Over I it. get eight, I get eight hours of sleep every single night. Mm -hmm. I, um, I make sure that I, um, get movement of some sort, but it's not a lot. Actually, it's kind of funny because I'm, I'm big into hormones and understanding my body. So I focus on micro self-care throughout the day versus the Mm -hmm. big things. So Mm -hmm. for me to be able to get through my days, you know, if I am going to fit in eight hours of sleep and if I am going to, you know, be able to fit in, um, a walk with Mitch, who's my life partner and my, my rock. And if I'm going to be able to spend time, my mom is very sick. So I fly back to Canada a lot and, and. And I spend time with her and it gives me joy and my sisters so for, and, and brothers. So for to be able to do all that, it's really important that I'm grounded. So my routines are like the funniest things. Like people are like, what do you do? I'm like, I take 20 minute Epsom salt baths. I, mm, um, I will, mm-hmm. I will do like, um, I'm, I'm not good at meditation, but, but the, the Epsom Paul salt bath is my meditation. I think it's important for people to find that reading. I love reading, um, even 20 to 30 minutes before bed. That's huge for me. Um, drinking enough water, it sounds funny, or liquid yes. throughout the day, which includes yes. tea, that alone can take away a headache, right? So for me, one of the biggest things I've learned also is, believe it or not, I mean, this is totally random, but I started doing genetic testing and really understanding my body. So health is like my number one thing, because I've started to learn to target supplements that really work with my DNA. And I discovered, for example, my body doesn't produce GABA and started taking GABA. So I, 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 my routine, it's funny, is around, you know, my health and wellness, understanding the DNA of my body and incorporating that and then doing little self-care moments and skin tea is kind of a self-care moment in a can. Like when I sit there and drink that, I really make a thing out of it and I put it in a nice glass <laughs> and I enjoy it. You and ritualize it. it. Yeah, I ritualize like... it. And it's mm-hmm. my rewind, my reminder. And when I have a hot bath, I, I have the non-caffeine one. But walking is really key. Some sort of moving movement first thing in the morning. And again, it's not a lot like. People who are like, I got to work out five, five days a week and do an hour and a half. That, that's definitely not me. Um, but I do care so much about skin and feeling good. So infrared sauna, I do have a little one in, in my Ugh, in I our want house. One so badly. Yeah, I that's that. a big one, believe it or not. So the infrared sauna, the Epsom salt, um, and then believe it or not, because of my back surgery, it's things like, you know, posture exercises. It's things like a vibration plate. I do kind of more the alternative stuff. And it's literally like five minutes for the body alignment stuff. You know, maybe I stand on the vibration plate for just 10 minutes. Um, so I'm very, and, and I do Pilates. So I do little things like that, but it's it's very microcosm versus anything that takes up too much time. I think that's such a great note that it doesn't have to be this major hour, two hour investment every single day. If it is, I won't do it. <laughs> right. Well, and, and I'm a, I love to work out. Like I really do prioritize that. And I like a hard workout where I'm sweating and breathing hard, but that's not for everyone. Like even if you're taking five minutes and putting your feet in the grass for a five minute grounding moment or a skin tea moment, whatever that looks like for you, it's important to listen to your body. And I, I want to call that out again, because I think the, the unacceptance of hustle culture is so important and critical as an entrepreneur. I think there is a difference between um, hard work and yes. pushing yourself to the limit where it is unhealthy. And I think yep. for a very long time, especially in startup land, pushing yourself to the point of, the, of breaking was the norm. 
And exactly. I'm so glad to hear that people like you, I certainly don't agree with that. And that we need to speak to that more and more so that the next generation of entrepreneurs are working hard, but also balancing themselves as much as possible. Because that's how and we're going to create a better world. Uh, exactly. And Ariana Huffington had an impact yes, on that for me. Yes. And I, when I spoke with her about it, she was incredible. And and I also think like we have to stop that mentality because I did break down after Nike and Nike was one of the best companies I ever worked for. But then it was in that moment of realizing, OK, I have to get back surgery. I have stage four endometriosis. I'm sure some of that is due to my um you know, work hard, not sleeping. Up hormone yeah. Levels. Yep. yeah. And, and fucked up hormones. And I didn't even realize I didn't produce GABA, which is why I wasn't sleeping. And now that I took a minute to go pause, figure out your health, understand your body, give your body what it needs and go. And even when it's breaking down at certain times, pause for a minute and, and get that support. And, you know, there are cheap ways to do it. Not everything's super expensive around DNA right. and there are platforms now. So, so for me, I, I believe like working smart is really key. And I, and we have a culture at Skin Tea that's not nine to five. Our culture is you integrate work and life the way you want. And and I don't have a lot of balance. It just depends on when it's happening. But I certainly have a lot of self care that's integrated. And mm. so I do work on weekends and I do work a lot. But but it's 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 not at the expense of my health at all. And I never thought that was possible. Amazing. Yeah, I always have said to my team, I don't care where you get the work done as long as yeah. you get it done and the clients are happy and you're there yeah. to communicate. Like you want to work at three in the morning and take the afternoon off. That's your your prerogative, you know? Exactly. Um, in the last few minutes that we have left, I'd like to do a bit of a quick fire. So this is just to get to know you as a human being a little bit more. So let's do this. Um, first question is, what is the one thing you could not have lived without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product? Oh, <laughs> Uh, hot baths. <laughs> mm, I should have guessed that one. That one was easy. Um, your go-to cocktail or drink of choice, not again, not your own product. Like what's your, if you're going to go to a bar and have a drink with a girlfriend, what's that going to be? Ironically, I don't drink. So it would actually be sparkling water. And I'd ask for a lot of lemon and lime wedges and I would squeeze them all in there and pretend that was my cocktail. Got it. So then what is your vice of choice? Chocolate. I love <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> So I eat it every single day, actually. I found a way to incorporate it so that I'm never feeling deprived. Love that. Um, what is your, uh, if there was one person that was listening in that could change the life of your business, what would that person be and do? Oh my gosh, Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm just absolutely crazy about Oprah for everything she's ever represented. And Oprah is my dream everything, just for her to try the product and uh, the opportunity to just be in her presence would be the biggest honor. Amazing. And the last question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that's had meaning to you over time or something that just pops in your head for this conversation. Love. Um, and the reason that love is, uh, that word is so important to me is I think everything starts with self-love. I've seen so much suffering. I've seen so many, uh, so much anxiety, everything. And it really became so clear to me that if people started with self-love, um, that's the lens through which you can then see everything else and deal with everything else. So, so that's my word. Mm, I love love. <laughs> uh, any final words of wisdom before we wrap up the show today? Oh, thank you. I don't know that, I, that I'm a wise person, but, but what I would Definitely say are that's insane. You my, are. my biggest words honestly is, is just because I've went, I've been through the roller coaster is, is the darkest moments. I know it sounds so annoying, the darkest moments do turn into light. And it's because I have some friends right now going through some heavy stuff and family members. Um, it makes me want to cry. But yeah, I, I feel like the darkest moments will turn into light. You just have to believe that with your whole being. 
And if people could just understand that, I think it'll help them get through those times. Mm, really beautiful. Basima, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you so much, Laurel. I'm, I'm really grateful. Uh, for those of you that, again, want to check it out, obviously, Amazon or skinte.com, S-K-I-N-T-E.com. And of course, stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next. <laughs>